Build it and they will come. But what about building in public? That means sharing the good and the bad, the ups and the downs of your life as a boss or a creator or as a business owner. In today's episode, I share my thoughts on the strategy of building in public. I highlight a few people who I think are doing this well. And I ask you to consider joining in on the trend, being an open book as you grow, and also opening your books to show your audience real numbers and real statistics. Welcome to the Rising Tide Talent Show. Rising Tide lives all ships There's a marketing and branding strategy. Now, it's been around for years, but I think it's really taking hold in a big way right now, especially since the barriers to entry for business ownership and growth are getting lower and less overwhelming. Now, the concept I'm talking about is building in public. I'm going to share more about what building in public means, and I'll give you a few examples of founders and business owners who are building in public now and who have inspired me. But before I do, I want you to know that I think this is a concept that applies to anyone, not just anyone who has founded or owns a business. Maybe you're working on growing your email list or posting consistently on social media. Perhaps you are looking for your first paying speaking gig or like me, launching a podcast and wanting to build excitement and encouragement from my audience. Whatever it is that you are pursuing, let all of us in on it. Makers, creators, entrepreneurs, etc. This is a strategy I want you to consider. Because the advantages of building in public are quite profound. First, if you say you're going to do something and then you invite others to follow along, you are much more likely to follow through. Now, I've shared this quote before, but it is something that is so near and dear to my heart. Take the leap and build your wings on the way down. I really think that quote applies here. If you tell the world you're trying to accomplish something, you almost have to pursue it. Also, you get instant helpful and supportive feedback. If you build in secret and then you launch, you are bound to discover at least one flaw in your marketing, in your product, in your price. But if you've been giving sneak peeks as you go, you have the opportunity to receive that advice in real time. And that gives you the chance to make a change or even to address that pain point head on because you now know about it and you can get ahead of it in your marketing or otherwise. I think the third advantage of building in public is that it's really fun. Building a business or a brand or whatever you're working on, it can be isolating and really scary. And believe me, even nine-figure founders have that fear. Letting people see the hard times empowers them to encourage you to keep going. And then the celebrations and the good times are shared by everyone in your circle. One more thing before I get into the details. Building in public, it does not mean that you are stuck with whatever you have announced. Failure and adaptation and iterations, they are natural parts of leadership and of business. 
If you share that you're working on something and it doesn't work out, either because you chose to let it go or the market killed the deal for you, so what? Move forward. Fail fast, break things, learn and start again. Okay, so hopefully you're on board with at least considering this strategy for whatever your project is. So let's talk in more detail about what building in public can actually look like. It's most often used with startups. And I'll admit, the bigger and the more successful or profitable a company gets, the less likely it and its leadership team may be to share real numbers. Because building in public means, well, exactly what it sounds like. It's the practice of taking your audience along during every phase of your business, from initial conception to marketing strategies to product launches to the successes and, yes, sometimes the failures. And this all happens in pretty near real time. When you're building in public, it can be very helpful to show things that are still in progress and maybe raw or unfinished. An example might be sharing the design of a product label or the wireframes of a new website. Ask for input. Do you prefer option A or option B and why? Which of these two headlines would inspire you to purchase this product or to join my email list? Now, in the show notes of this episode, which you'll find at risingtidetalents.com slash podcast, I'm sharing a list of examples that feature case studies that you can read through in more detail. That is a more comprehensive directory of build in public examples and resources, and it's more detailed than I will have the opportunity to read through here on the episode. But I do think it will be helpful to spotlight some examples that have inspired me through the years. The first is Nathan Berry. Nathan is the founder of ConvertKit, as well as an author and a designer. And Nathan built his company, ConvertKit, into a multi-million dollar a month startup. All, by the way, while letting us watch. I am, in fact, one of the founding users of ConvertKit. And so I've had a front row seat to the growth and also to some of the very serious stumbles that this brand has experienced. One highlight of Nathan's public build is that he bootstrapped the business. And that means he didn't take on investors or capital to start and grow. And he's also publicly shared his company's financials since it was founded in 2013. Another example is the company Buffer. And once again, I'm proud to share that I was one of the very early Buffer evangelists. Buffer has long shared its product roadmaps as well as insights into its corporate culture, even its revenue and metrics from its customer base. So much more of that behind the scenes detail that not every company is willing to share. Andrew from MicroAcquire, Dom from Fast. Paul from Copy AI, Lolita from the Community Fund, Hera from Chain, Sorry from Startupy. Those are just a few more. Now, I've played around with building in public with the 2.0 version of my marketing services agency, which I relaunched at the beginning of 2022. I've also shared some fun behind the scenes as I took over the marketing for a family-owned rental property in Maine. This is something that's been especially fun for me because I share those tasks with my mother, my father, my brother, my husband, and a team of extended family members. So we're having fun growing and testing and marketing that business all while letting you watch. But again, I say I've played around with it. So it's time for me to put my money where my mouth is. And so keep an eye on me. I will be leaning into this building and public strategy even more over the coming months. 
Because after all, a rising tide lifts all ships. So the more that I share, the more that I can inspire you. And frankly, the more you can help me reach all of my business goals as well. I do want to share this. If you are a founder or a creator or a maker who is building in public or who chooses to start building and sharing more in public now, I would love to know about it. Make sure you DM me at Rising Tide Talents on Instagram or drop me an email. You can find me at katie at risingtidetalents.com. Thank you for listening to the Rising Tide Talent Show. For more, follow at Rising Tide Talents on Instagram and visit risingtidetalents.com. You'll find show notes, resources, and much more from today's episode at risingtidetalents.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Katie Wittrick. You can find me at kwittrick. Until next time, remember, a rising tide lifts all ships. Rising tide lifts all ships.